0: I'm a big fan of Max Armstrong. I used to listen to Max and Orion Samuelson on WGN before I was even married to a farmer. I was always intrigued by the two of them and what they offered in connecting regular folks who have never been on a farm with the people who produce and grow many of the things that we consume Farm broadcaster Max Armstrong has retired after a 48-year career. Congratulations, Max. Job well done.
1: Lisa Dent, now it can be told I'd come out of the Tribune Tower, get my pickup truck, and I'd tune to you as I would head home from downtown <laughs> Chicago. Don't you dare tell John Williams. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and did you really tool in in a big pickup truck?
1: Oh, I, yeah, sure. I drove my Silverado. You know, I had to park in the lot there by the NBC Tower because, you know, a couple of times I parked in the uh, Tribune Tower lot and I couldn't get out of there. The slots were so small. So, uh, of course, the bad thing about parking over the NBC Tower lot, you would see people going to the Springer show. and You could pick them out of a crowd.
0: <laughs> oh, yes, you can. <laughs> so does this mean we will not see you on RFD anymore?
1: Well, I'm not so sure about that. You know, I've been with him since day one. Uh, Patrick Gotch and I go way back. Ori and I, you know, worked with him back in the 80s the first time around. And uh, when Patrick calls, you know, every now and then we'll we'll get together and talk a little bit about what's going on in the world. And he's he's really built that network and has not let it die. And he just keeps pushing and pushing. And, uh, you know, I've done a lot of live shows out of Nashville for them. I've done... uh, whole bunch of stuff out in the field for them and and uh, through the end of this year, continuing to be on the television show that we started eighteen seasons ago this week in agribusiness
0: yeah I mean. I'm telling you what, that channel is on in our house every day of the week, and when I was texting with his brother, he's like, oh yeah, I saw that on RFD. I mean, if you're in farming or agriculture at all, that is your go-to channel. So what I appreciate about you, Max, is that you have continued to tell the stories of farmers and people in agriculture, stories that we would have never known, never seen, or never heard of, and that's... I would think that's got to be one of the one of the things that you take away feeling, you know, like, I, I did my job well. I was able to share stories of people who needed their voice to be heard.
1: Lisa, you and I have been so blessed in our careers to come across people who have been so interesting, so unique, uh, you know, and, and to be able to connect the dots. I always ask that question when I meet somebody new, where are you from? You know, I want to know their background. And son of a gun, nine times out of ten, we can connect to somebody else and it's it's amazing sometimes it'll be five states away and we make a connection to somebody it's 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 just it i'm amazed every week you know the path that that god has led me down over all of these years and a lot of this stuff falls into more stories from the heartland
0: yes i want to talk about that but i got to tell you today tom skilling joined us he's on every tuesday <laughs> and he was gushing it. about you <laughs> <laughs>
1: You know, we started, I started six months before he did at the station, and thank God he came along because it took Bob Collins off my back when when Tommy <laughs> arrived, you know. Yeah, yeah, these little these little old ladies would call and say, "Ah, tell Bob to stop bothering Tom and Max for goodness' sake, you know."
0: <laughs> and he uh, said, he's... "You even filled in doing weather for him on TV." I
1: did, I did for a for for a period of about nine years. I filled in for Raj Dreamster and and Tommy, of course. But the bad part about it was, it, it took me four hours to prepare for four minutes because every time I would come in, Tom had a new computer program. And, you know, I would ask the engineers about it. How, how do you work this thing? You say, "Pal, oh, you're on your own, man. That's Tom's stuff."
0: <laughs> <laughs> so the book that you are releasing this summer, More Star- Stories from the Heartland, I understand that among the stories will be about your dad's last ride to the cemetery. Can you tell me about that? Sure.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, a lot of people don't understand it, I think. But the morning of Dad's funeral, actually, that day, I was to have led the first tractor ride over the Mackinac Bridge. Uh, They've done those for about 18 years, and they asked me to come up there, and, and Dad passed away that September. And the morning of his funeral, the funeral director, a guy that I grew up with, called out to the house, and he said, Hey, we're a little bit short-staffed. Can you drive your dad today? <laughs> and wow. I, I, I was beside myself, and I still am when I talk about it. It was just one of those unique opportunities, seven miles over to that country cemetery. Uh, you know, to be able to take my dad on his last ride on on, on this earth, and my, my brother was riding shotgun in, in the hearse all the way over. The funeral director said, hey, Max, you know, that gate's a little tight over there. Be careful. I said, I've been there a few times.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it would have only been more appropriate if you were on a tractor and he was on a wagon.
1: Well, we thought about that. We've had friends certainly, certainly, many, many friends who have done that, uh, in the community and it was uh you know, it was a blustery day and it was seven miles over there. <laughs> I thought that might be a little bit much, but we were going out the highway over the same stretch and we where we used to drag cars as young men in the quarter mile out there. <laughs> oh my
0: gosh. That is that is I can't wait to to read the stories and hear about your life because you've been busy telling everyone else's stories for all these years. And I've always wanted to know more about you. So when does the book come out and will you be narrating it? Will we get an audio version as well?
1: There will be an audio book. You know, I've been so fortunate to have Steve Alexander and Diane Montiel working with me on this. And, uh, Diane Montiel, it really kind of works behind the scenes and handles a lot of the details. And Steve and I do the audio stuff and pulls a lot of the stories. They both pull the stories out of me, which was the case with the first book, with, uh, Stories from the Heartland. But they really have helped me immensely, as they did with Orion and his book, as they did with Roger Trimstra. And uh, just so fortunate to have these folks who are so gifted. Uh, MaxArmstrongBook.com. There will be a, an audio version. You can also download it uh, through Apple.
0: And tomorrow I get to have a conversation with Orion because the McHenry County Fair is going to honor him. So he's jumping on the show. What should I ask Orion that he won't see that comes from left field?
1: (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Where do I start on that one? You know, (laughs) ask him about his old tractor. Ask him about his tractor that I rescued out of a pasture in Wisconsin. He he might have a story about that F-20, a Farmall F-20.
0: All right. I will ask that. Always lovely to talk to you. I hope you are enjoying every single day. Something tells me you're really still working, Max.
1: Lisa, it seems like vacation every day, doggone it. But if I can keep my hand in the business, I just so much enjoy listening to you as I was earlier this afternoon here in the Chicago area.
0: Oh, Thank you so much. All right. MaxArmstrong.com. That's where they'll get the book or is it MaxArmstrongBooks.com?
1: Yeah, com. You okay. bet. And we'll have it at the Farm Progress Show down at Decatur as well.
0: All right. Thank you so much. Enjoy.
1: Take care, Lisa.
0: The news is coming up next from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom with David Jennings on 720
1: WGN. WGN.